Hello, my name is Victoria Medina. Welcome to the One Nation, One Mission, One Promise podcast, a place where we celebrate our unique and diverse citizenship. Each week, I have been discussing a line from the first document of the Charters of Freedom, the Declaration of Independence. In addition, I also highlight a great American, and I select from all walks of life, Asian American, Latin American, Hispanic American, African American, and European American, and any other group that I haven't had a chance to discover or include here, but every American from all walks of life, because we have a plethora of gifts to choose from. But today I'm going to break from my traditional format and focus on a review of the first document from the Charters of Freedom. Now, I'm not going to review all of it, just certain parts that I've discussed in previous podcasts. Now, the Charters of Freedom include the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. I know not everyone knows this. And I did not know this, and I have had conversations with people from all walks of life, some with college degrees, PhDs, master degrees, and some without. And I have to be honest, many people I spoke to did not specifically know what the Charters of Freedom were, and that they included these three documents. So, you are not alone. So, why am I speaking about them? Specifically because... How can we maintain the system of government if we don't understand the very foundation on which we stand? I also think, if I understand the Charters of Freedom, it inspires me to select the best person to represent me, my rights. And ultimately, if you do the same, you know, representing your rights. So I thought, given everything that's going on around us and how we are fast approaching Election Day, it would be a good time to review. In every four years, we vote for what? For what? For me, for aspiration of fulfilling the American dream. And those aspirations are held in these three documents. The Charters of Freedom are our aspiration. And if it is destroyed, America is destroyed. America is gone. And it all began with these words from the Declaration of Independence, words that I adore. They read as follows. In Congress, July 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal stations to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitled them and equal a descent a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. I'll read this again. 
the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impelled them to the separation. Aren't these words wonderful? Do you recognize how profound these words are? Do you recognize that on that day a tradition began that we strive to live by every day? I, this is beautiful. Laws of nature. That's just a beautiful line. Nature's God entitled them. A decent respect. Think about that. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. What I love here are the words, decent respect to the opinions of mankind. Wow. You, you need to respect the opinions of your fellow man. And in essence, it says that America should never, ever, ever, Go to war without explaining to the people why. To respect the American people and share with them why any act of aggression is a grave step and is a decision that will affect everyone and should not be taken lightly. Not just from the people who signed the Declaration of Independence, who in that moment put their own lives on the line, Something we don't see from any of our representatives today unless they served and then came into Congress um, or the Senate or any of the offices that they wish to be voted into. We don't see that today. All of these people who signed the Declaration of Independence put their own lives on the line. Yeah, can you feel the ripple effect? In this paragraph, our foreparents were speaking to a king, a monarch, a single-person ruler. That the people they were, you know, the people were serving this king and the public, and they had the wisdom. The foreparents had the wisdom to include the word "world." And they basically told the king that they were no longer a part of their country. They wanted the public to rally behind them and be prepared to go to war. They wanted the world to know this was now a new country and to invite countries to become their allies. Most importantly, our foreparents, and I love this line, Thomas Jefferson stated this on July 7th, 1776. This is a beautiful line. Everybody should take this line into their hearts because this is a representative of who 
everyone is at their core. And Thomas Jefferson says, this was no longer about boot. Okay, I made a mistake. I'll say it again. Because I love this line. This was no longer about being who they were not, but to be who they were and to live the lives of their own choosing. Now hear that again. Now I'm going to say this again. Most importantly, our four parents, as Thomas Jefferson stated on June 7, 1776, this was no longer about being who they were not, but to be who they were and to live the lives of their own choosing. That's all of us. And if you think about the variety of cultures, it is not about being who we are not to another culture who may not understand us, but to be who we are in spite of their opinions about it. Oh, that's just gorgeous. So every person who signed the document put their lives on the line and the lives of everyone who lived within their borders. And on that day, it was the most liberal act any country could have done. I will say it again. It was the most liberal act any country could have done. It was liberal as it was liberating. So in 1776, who exactly were we? We were then, as we are now, the United States from its inception was and is a unique and diverse country. It was and has always been a multilinguistic country. It has always been a single language country. And it wasn't always a predominantly English speaking country. And think about it. How could it not have been? You have the First Nations people with their beautiful culture and languages. The First Nations people with their beautiful culture and languages. We had people coming from and brought over from different countries in Europe. And some were indentured servants. A majority of the people coming over from Europe were indentured servants. And when they came over, they brought with them their different cultures and languages. And when I say indentured servants, meaning that they were forced to go to America or come to America against their will. And we also, of course, have Africans, people of the African nations, coming from some on their own free will, and many forcibly, as we know, came to this country, but they came with their beautiful languages and cultures. We have been joining forces and influencing each other for centuries. Centuries. And the Hispanic language, the Spanish language was here. So Asian people, you know, we have been a multilinguistic country 
for centuries. And then when you look at the next line, it is one that you probably know by heart. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it continues to say that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of their ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. These two words I want to focus on right now are the words safety and happiness. It is also interesting that when you look at the original document, those two words are capitalized. Our four parents clearly found these two principles to be extremely important. In many ways, and this is what One Nation, One Mission, One Promise is all about, our history and our present day lives, it is happening today all around us. People saying that there must be the foundation to affect the safety and happiness of all Americans. The rule of law is not being upheld across the board from the top offices of the nation all the way through. So if every movement in the United States is literally a continuation of the initial revolution a movement to move us closer to a more perfect union, a movement that will demand that the government of the people, by the people, and for the people live up to its promise. So when we break down these words, the consent of the governed are the people of the land, the citizens of the country. It is clear that there is a form of government that has become destructive towards the people. And in 1774, Benjamin Franklin's words are as important today as when he first spoke them. The ordaining of laws in favor of one part of the nation to the present, to the prejudice and oppression of another is certainly the most erroneous and mistaken policy, an equal dispensation of protection, rights, privileges, and advantages is what every part is entitled to and ought to enjoy. Now say that again. The ordaining of laws in favor of one part of the nation to the prejudice and oppression of another 
is certainly the most erroneous and mistaken policy. An equal dispensation of protection, rights, privileges, and advantages is what every part is entitled to and ought to enjoy. Racism in any area, oppression in any area is destructive to the people of America. It is against our way of life. The people are asking to alter the government. Those are the words this country was founded upon, and every citizen has a right to flourish under its principle and under its mission. This is why I think it is so important to read the Charters of Freedom. It is not rocket science. Every representative takes an oath to defend and protect the Constitution, and this must be protected. So I usually speak about an unsung American hero, but today... I want to ask you a wonderful question that Ronald Reagan said when he was running for office. Are you better off today than you were four years ago? Are you better off today than you were four years ago? Think about it. For me, the answer is no. No for the economy. It does not matter what it was a year ago. Under the same guiding prince, under the same guiding leadership, it's gone. It's gone in a way that I don't think anybody could have imagined or why anybody would want to destroy the most amazing economy in the world. And it wasn't that it was the best economy, you know, a year ago or two years ago. There were a lot of people suffering. But it was an economy that was functioning. People had jobs. They weren't losing them like the way we are today. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, we've had recessions. We've had problems. But usually we have a system that works on the national security of the entire country. So we don't fall into what we're in right now. So for me, the answer is a definite no in terms of the economy. In terms of health, well, you know, no, it's not better than it was four years ago, and there's no getting around that. People are have to be social distancing. We're wearing masks. Uh, we have to be afraid of hugging each other. People haven't seen their relatives and, and grandparents for fear of giving them a disease. So health, no, we're not better than we were four years ago. We've always had problems, but the division is not better than we were four years ago. It is even worse. Travel is not better than it was four years ago. You know, there are countries whose borders are closed to Americans, and this has never happened in my lifetime. Most importantly, know if one person wishes to oppress another American. No, if one American is protesting for their inherited rights under the Charters of Freedom, because if they have to protest in a way that I have not seen in decades, then no, we're not better off than we were four years ago. So I look forward to continuing this conversation. 
And please continue to email me your comments. Let me know what you think. Let me know your ideas. Let me know if you're reading it. You know, one of the reasons why I put together um, the, the free copy of the Charters of Freedom that you could download from my website at one nation one mission one promise.com is for you to read along with me read on your own read with your friends there it's really a beautiful document i came across today um places that are actually selling it and that's just wrong because there's no reason why you should buy something that it's your inherited right so I put it together in a really nice PDF that looks great that you can just download onto your iPhone and read along and think about it and ask questions and share with your friends. So please go to one nation, one mission, one promise.com and sign in. And I, I, um, I'll be, you know, be thrilled for you to have that copy and to, you know, be in touch with you. And thank you for joining today. I really appreciate it. If you have a chance, please subscribe. This way you'll know when an ep- a next episode has gone live. Please share, review, tell your friends, and please be in touch. Please share me out your ideas, your comments, your thoughts. Really important, really interesting. So, until next time, hopefully you'll visit with me next week. I wish to send you my very best for your best health. Be safe. Be well. Be love. Thank you. <laughs>